Hello and welcome to the Wrestling Newspaper Podcast. I'm your host Daniel. Today we're going to be talking about the latest stories going on after Raw last night, the Seth Rollins injury, obviously the AJ Styles injury, but the main talking point can only be one thing, that is the headline of the show, Ronda Rousey versus Becky Lynch is off at WrestleMania. I am the man. This is my yard now. Who wants to walk with Elias? The new Daniel Bryan. The WWE Champion. Hello, back on the show. So, yeah, so Ronda Rousey versus Becky Lynch match is off the WrestleMania 35 card. Um, we're going to be talking about that in some great detail. Um, before we start, though, I'd just like to say this to everyone. Thanks a lot for all our fantastic listeners. We're really grateful that you're listening to the show. I'd like to think that you can see our passion for the business, and we'd be really grateful cheap plug if you could subscribe to our channels on itunes youtube spotify and podbean they're all pinned to the top of the wrestle newspaper twitter page if you could give us a five star rating and a short review on itunes it'd be really grateful as it really does help our podcast grow and get better which is better for you the listeners right now that is out of the way with speaking of our twitter i'm going to read out a tweet that has got everyone talking on my twitter page at least i'm sure on other twitter pages as of today Ronda versus Charlotte versus Becky Lynch is a lock for WrestleMania. Despite being one of the most over-programs in recent memory, WWE have decided that Ronda versus Becky, the singles match for the Raw Women's title at WrestleMania, isn't going to be happening at WrestleMania 35 as advertised. The source is the Observer. Usually the Observer are a reliable source. Well, this news has really got everyone talking. Um, Last night on Raw, they did an angle where Becky Lynch attacked Stephanie McMahon after Stephanie suspended her for not going to see the doctors about her injured knee. I know there was reports about Becky's knee legitimately being hurt. However, that is not the case. The reports say that the knee injury was just the work. She'd been selling it, which is why she wasn't on the house shows this weekend. So it's kind of unlike WWE to go that far into selling an injury. That's how much they see this as an important storyline. To go as far as not having her on house shows, which came back to bite them in the asses, incidentally, as AJ Styles and Seth Rollins missed those house shows, but we'll get into that later. Um, So obviously this knee injury... It's a work, and one would assume that they're going to use it as a way to get Charlotte into the match at WrestleMania. We'll probably learn more about that on SmackDown tonight. But, to me, really, it's just, why would they do this, right? The fans are happy. You, I'm guessing, all you listeners, the majority of you at least, you're happy. 
I'm glad that aeroplane that's flying above the house has gone. But yeah, so you fans are happy and you're clearly itching for the Ronda versus Becky one-on-one match. And why? Why WWE? Surely you have learned your lessons from the past. Why would you want to give fans a match that you want over the match that they want? Why would you risk pissing off the majority of your audience? Let's be honest, the Ronda shot the Ronda shot the Ronda Becky stuff is so over at the moment I can't remember segments being as over as this in years we're looking back to maybe the Daniel Bryan CM Punk stuff before we had segments that got us bigger reaction to this the the support that Becky Lynch got now personally I think Charlotte is probably a better wrestler than Becky Lynch don't jump on me but Becky Lynch is the most over talent on the entire roster the Raw roster, the SmackDown roster, the whole WWE. Hell, she's up more over than anyone in NXT, and everyone in NXT, for the most part, is over. So why would you want to piss your crowd off? And what another worry about this is, they're doing this so to have Charlotte in that picture. They want her to be in the first ever women's WrestleMania main event. You're risking, potentially turning Charlotte into a Roman Reigns sort of character, where Roman Reigns, look at it, everyone wanted, the majority of people wanted, Daniel Bryan versus Brock Lesnar at the WrestleMania, was it 31? They wanted Daniel Bryan to win that Royal Rumble. Roman Reigns was pretty much over before that, he was always over in the Shield, he was over when he left the Shield and turned face, but he got the match over Daniel Bryan. Now this is a little bit different, because Charlotte isn't getting the match over it, but she's being thrown in, after she was eliminated from the Royal Rumble, clean by Becky Lynch. There's a bit of an opinion that, oh, Charlotte, she's the hand-chosen one, just like Roman was for the for the male division. And this is only going to bring out that point more in the eyes of the fans. So why would you risk having Charlotte... Look at this, when Becky, when Becky Lynch turned heel at SummerSlam, yeah? Charlotte was over before that match, yeah? As soon as they had Becky go heel on Charlotte... The crowd turned on Charlotte. They did a good job in recovering from that. For three months, the crowd had turned on Charlotte. They Just watch their match at Evolution. The crowd, they don't care about Charlotte. They're booing her out of the building. It's all Becky Lynch. Survivor Series, she sort of turned that around by attacking Ronda. Since then, she's sort of been in the middle. She's sort of been babyface, bit of heel, persona shining through. But the crowd are not shitting on her. They are risking it so much by doing this. I just don't see. You've got it right in front of you. You've got, right, we're in this women's revolution, whatever. A lot of shit. Anyway, why would you not have, you've got Ronda versus Becky. Who's left for Oscar? Who is left for Oscar? Have two huge matches at WrestleMania. Your main event, Ronda versus Becky. And on the other side, you've got, Oscar versus Charlotte 2, a written storyline that is in the palm of your hands. It is right there for you. I don't know how these planes are flying over. I don't know if you can pick it up. I wish they'd do one. Anyway, you've got it in the palm of your hands. Oscar Charlotte 2, the rematch from last year. Oscar wants to gain her revenge after Charlotte ended her streak last year and sent her a career on somewhat a downward spiral. Oscar has since turned that around and now she can she could even challenge Charlotte for the rematch at WrestleMania. But no, they're insistent with this triple threat match. <sighs> people will be listening to this, they want Charlotte in the match. There is some people that do, but this is from a personal preference. For me, I see a triple threat match as a B 
level match for a B-level pay-per-view. A triple threat match is usually a thrown-together sort of match. Now, people say, oh, well, Benoit, HBK, Triple H, that was perfect. That was a great match. It was a good match, right? But they won't mention the triple threat matches that necessarily didn't work at WrestleMania. Ray versus Angle versus Orton at WrestleMania 22. I'm shooting from the hip here, so I've not got any notes for these matches. So if I'm wrong, I apologise. But off the top of my head, that match was at WrestleMania 22. The match should have just been Ray versus Kurt Angle. There was no need for Orton to be in that match. Then, what else did you add? You had WrestleMania 24? Yeah, you know, not was it 23, 24 in Orlando. Triple H versus Randy Orton versus John Cena. John Cena wins the Royal Rumble, yep. Came back, made that spectacular return, the Royal Rumble. He won it. Randy Orton and built himself in the absence of John Cena as the top heel. Now, I know people now are like, oh, John Cena, Randy Orton, well, we've seen it all before. At the time, that was a hot program, Cena versus Orton. But instead, they put Triple H in, and that match, it was a good match. Does anyone really remember that match? Not particularly, no. Not really. So why? Why have this triple threat match at WrestleMania? Uh, now people will be like, oh, you can't mention Rock and Austin on the same level as Becky. Well, I'm going to. Rock and Austin were the most over people in the company all those years ago. What was it? 15, 16 years ago now? No, longer than that. And now people say you can't compare Rock and Austin with Becky and Ronda. You're damn right I can, because Ronda and Becky are the most two overmost people in the company right now, and they should get to main event WrestleMania. Angle, would you have added Kurt Angle to that Rock versus Austin match at WrestleMania 70? No, you wouldn't. Yeah, Angle was a star at the time, yeah? He was in the mid-card match with Kane, because the match that everyone... Although it made sense, possibly, to have Angle in that match, the match that people wanted was Rock versus Austin, and that is exactly what they did. Another point, Survivor Series. Everyone was looking forward to the Rock versus... Be and the Rock. Well, you've got me all confused there. To the Ronda versus Becky match. Fate would have it, Becky got injured, and we were screwed out of seeing that singles match. I, for one... This is sort of a dream match, as it's turned out, Ronda versus Becky. The build-up's been fantastic, right? We've already seen Ronda versus Charlotte. We've already seen countless Becky versus Charlotte matches. We have not seen Ronda versus Becky Lynch. This is a first-time match. Put it on WrestleMania in the main event. We don't need a third wheel. The story, You've already got a great story. Why add something else to it? You can have Charlotte have her own great story with Oscar. I see. I don't want people to think of shit. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna be honest with you. Ronda versus Becky versus Charlotte will be a great match. It will be a great story. Yeah, but it will not be as big as the Ronda versus Becky match. And you can have two great matches if you go the other route. You're risking, as I said. You. I'm sorry to babble, but you're risking the fans turning on Charlotte. You're risking pissing the fans off. You don't need to do it. People say, "Oh, well, Becky's winning anyway." That's not the point. For all we know, Becky could pin Charlotte. Becky needs to go over Ronda Rousey. We want to see this Becky versus Ronda. Don't think I'm some Becky marks. I like Becky, but I just like her as much as anyone else, really. We want to see Ronda versus Becky one-on-one. -on -one. So, as I said, I'm not saying that the match is going to be terrible. It'll pro it could possibly even be a better match as a triple threat, but it's WrestleMania. I want a one-on-one -on -one match. I don't want a triple threat match, main event in WrestleMania. Look at this, right? Okay, so what did we have? We had Rock versus John Cena years ago. You wouldn't have added someone else to that match, would you? That was the last big, big WrestleMania main event, you'd say. You wouldn't have added a third wheel to Rock versus John Cena. 
got to ask CM Punk how that worked out. He was pushing to be added to that triple threat match, but he was told, no, no, we don't want a triple threat match main event in WrestleMania. This is The Rock versus John Cena. And for me, this is Ronda Rousey versus Becky Lynch. Now, I have an unbiased opinion. I'm not like some Becky Lives have said. I'm not a Becky Lynch, Mark. I'm taking this as a neutral. I see, I post anything about this on Twitter. I never get as many replies as I'm getting. As soon as I mention that Ronda Becky isn't going to happen, my Twitter's going wild. I'm at work today. I put the headline up that Meltzer's reported the match is off. My phone's going vroom, vroom, vroom in my pocket. I'm trying to work and it's going mental because people do not want to see the triple threat match. It's WrestleMania. Have a match people want to see. Anyway, that, that is my rant over. It's just typical WWE. It is, isn't it? They do something really well. They've built Becky up. People shitted on how they did Becky to begin with. They've done brilliant with Becky. A lot of it's down to herself, of course. But WWE, let's give them credit. They've done brilliant building this Becky Lynch character up. The match that they wanted was Ronda versus Charlotte in the people's eyes. And now they're going to add Charlotte. So if you're listening, which you're probably not, don't do the triple threat match. And I don't want people, after the triple threat match happened, to say, oh, that was great. See, every- people were wrong. People were wrong. Nobody's saying that that won't be a great match. People are saying that the match Ronda versus Becky on one side, Charlotte versus Oscar on the other, is the way to go, which is, for me, the way to go. But this is WWE. For all we know, they could have Ruby Riot and make it a triple threat match with all they like to book. Whew, have a swig of me coke. Right, so we did a poll on Twitter last week. This is probably, I think I've had almost a 1,000 votes in it, maybe about seven, 800 now. What match would you prefer to see at WrestleMania? Ronda versus Becky or Ronda versus Becky versus Charlotte? On Twitter, you rarely get a poll that is 100% because people like to troll other people, which I've seen on numerous posts about this. 81, that's 81, 81% want to see Ronda versus Becky at WrestleMania instead of Ronda, Becky, Charlotte. 19%, I'm guessing 18% of those are probably trolls, have voted for Ronda, Becky, Charlotte. So that just shows 81% in a poll these days is staggering. Um, so I put also put a tweet out asking people to give their opinion on it. So I'm going to read out a few of the tweets. Now I'm really, so I really, to be honest with you, I think I got over 100 replies on this. I really didn't expect that many tweets. Um, obviously, I can't read them all out, so I've just picked random. I didn't even read some. I just randomly picked a few. So if you commented, I'm really grateful for your input. Sorry I didn't read it out. We'll be doing these again, so I'm sure you will get read out. If you want to be read out, just inbox me, or DM me, and I will read out your comment. So we'll start with Tevin Ward, who replied saying, I won't watch it. And to be honest, this match is not a main event type of match. I am sorry. Tevin, I agree with you. It is a main event of a pay-per-view match, but is a triple, for me personally, a triple threat match is not worthy of main event in WrestleMania. The triple threat match is a fun for a elimination chamber, a no mercy, or whatever they call the pay-per-views now. Hell in a Cell, they've all got to be branded. Put it on a B-level show. Best Damn Wrestling Podcast. Give them a listen, why not? They have commented saying that they hope this is just a rumour. Surely there is no way the WWE can be that stupid. Well, they've shown plenty of times before, my friend, they can be that stupid. Ask people how Roman versus Brock Lesnar has gone. Well, went last year. Mohammed 
Shahada, sorry if I've pronounced that wrong, mate. I've done my best. Um, Mohammed Shahada has said this is a really good point, actually. He said Charlotte is great, which I agree with. Charlotte is great, but she is not needed. Her, Ronnie, and Bex have a great feud, and the match will be great, but Charlotte is more needed on SmackDown, where, is there, where there is no one to face Oscar. Great point, Mohammed. As we have reiterated, you, you put all your eggs in this basket for the triple threat match. Who is left for Oscar? The Iconics? Maybe, I would have said maybe Ember Moon would have been a good option. But obviously she's injured, unfortunately, because they have the built-in storyline with NXT. Um, so you really, I'd say maybe you could somehow get Sasha across to face Oscar. That would be a great match. I don't know if we've seen it. Have we seen that match in NXT? Maybe not. Doesn't ring any bells, but I'd love to see that match. But I think they're probably going to have um, Bailey and Sasha in the tag team title match at WrestleMania. You'd assume so, anyway. Um... At Sprayerman JJ has said that he thinks Ronda versus Becky for the Raw Women's title and Charlotte versus Oscar for the SmackDown title would make for not one but two marquee WrestleMania women's bouts. Thank you, Sprayerman JJ. Exactly what I've been saying. You've just got it in the palm of your hands. These two matches are written for you, which is probably a good thing for WWE with how they write storylines in recent years, but you've got the matches there for you do it, you don't need to come up with some wacky angle about injuring Becky to get Charlotte in the match, I best stop ranting about this, Darren underscore L underscore MN has replied saying the triple threat, see we are giving other people, actually there is some people out there, I'm not saying you're a troll Darren, <coughs> troll, <laughs> he has said triple threat, both Becky and Charlotte deserve to go down as the first full-time women to main event, both are spectacular, now that is your opinion, this isn't about what people deserve, do you know what I mean, Kurt Hawkins has worked his ass off, he probably deserves to at least win a match, but that hasn't happened as of yet, there's plenty of people out there who deserve more than what they get, this is about what's right for business, and what's right for business for me is Ronda versus Becky, but that's your opinion, you're welcome to it, thanks for the input. Troll. Stephen Pike has said, WWE forgets that most times when things get over, they do so organically. They are at their best when they recognise it, but allow it to run without trying to manipulate it. This is a great point. When they try to force things, it invariably falls apart. Adding Charlotte Flair is the wrong move. That is a great point, Stephen. I think you've put it really well. WWE... Let's face it, they do... Well, what's the best storyline of recent years, maybe? You possibly say Daniel Bryan getting into the main event against um, Batista and Orton? They were forced to do that. It was organic, wasn't it? They were forced. We literally forced that. If it wasn't for the fans, you would have been seeing Daniel Bryan versus Sheamus probably on the pre-show. So, yeah, really good point there, Stephen. Uh, Jason, finally we were going to read the last one, I'm really sorry if your tweet didn't get mentioned, if you wanted your tweet mentioned, just DM me and I'll read it out on another episode, Jason Gonzalez has said, Rousey versus Lynch, Lynch deserves it, she clawed her way out of obscurity and into the spotlight with hard work and support from the fans and has been building this story over social media in promos since the original match was scrapped, that she's no longer in that four horsewomen shadow. Yeah, I know what you mean. She was on the Edge and Christian podcast, Jason, and she was building. She was, she was on a podcast and she kept character. For God's sake, how many people do that now? She kept her character. She has said for months her versus Ronda has to main event WrestleMania, and she's right. Um, th th she clawed away out of obscurity this time last year. I I have said this a few times, right? Last year, I was at SmackDown in New Orleans two days after WrestleMania. Yep. 
Becky Lynch was in a pre-show dark match. And I was looking, I was watching her in the ring, and I just thought to myself, Becky was really over a few years ago, leading into that triple threat match with Sasha and Charlotte Mania. Another triple threat match. That worked. Yeah? We've evolved from then. It's an evolution. Right? So Becky Lynch, she was in that dark match, and I just thought, there's got to be more for Becky out there. This women's evolution. She deserves a little bit more, and she's in the last year, wow, I remember sitting there, if you could have told me then, that this is where she'd been at, I wouldn't believe you, she's done fantastic, really, she's done amazing, so yeah, so I think we've touched on everything, I've given my opinion to the best that I can, I'm sorry if I've offended anyone, but as I say, we are, my main point I want to drill home, I am not saying the triple threat match won't be good, I think it'll be great, I'll be there at WrestleMania enjoying the match, but... I would rather see Ronda versus Becky and 81% of you, probably 98% of you, but there's a few trolls out there, want to see the singles match. I just ah, I just don't want to see a triple threat match main event WrestleMania. That for me is more so than the thing. I just don't want triple threat matches. Ugh. You see them a million times. There's nothing special about the majority of them. There's, you probably named five that have been great. Oh, the women, actually, one of them that Becky and Charlotte was in. So, as I said, they'll have a great match. But just go the singles route. Becky Lynch versus Ronda Rousey. Main event of WrestleMania 35. Hopefully, these reports are wrong. But it's not like Meltzer. Not like Big Dave at all to say that something is a lock if it isn't happening. But... I'm telling you right now, if they announce this match now, in the next week or two, the crowd are going to fucking shit on it. They will be fuming. Anyway, so that's it on the Becky Lynch, Ronda Rousey situation. We'll have to see how it plays out. As I say, the triple threat match will still be good, but I am passionately saying it should be the singles match. The build in the last few weeks has been amazing. And WWE can't build nothing up for shit at the moment, but they've managed to with this, and now they're going to throw it all away. Seth Rollins, he was not at Raw last night due to a legitimate injury. We don't know what part he's got injured, but he was not at Raw for that. They just did a video package hyping Seth Rollins. Rollins is not expected to work for at least a month, and he is expected to be off the Elimination Chamber pay-per-view. For me, it, do you know what I mean? It's Seth Rollins-Lesnar. It's a big match. It's not as big as the Ronda versus Becky match. But it's a big match. If he's injured, just keep him off. Just keep him off TV for a bit. Not off TV, but keep him from wrestling at house shows. Do you know what I mean? Protect your second main event at WrestleMania. Rollins seems to have a bit of bad luck heading into Mania. Don't he? he was out of... Was he? he was out of... Got injured at, just before Survivor Series. And was out of Mania 32. 33. He had all the injury problems leading up to his match with Triple H. Which actually turned out quite well for him. But yeah, so hopefully Seth is alright for that. He really deserves this. Deserves that word again. Deserves. Deserves this match at WrestleMania against Lesnar. Um, another injury. I don't know much about it. But reportedly AJ Styles has a hernia problem. Um, obviously, that you might you can carry on with a hernia sort of. But a really painful hernia. So it would be interesting if they address this on SmackDown. I wouldn't expect him to see him wrestle tonight. But we know wrestlers like to wrestle through the pain. So it will be interesting. I'll say... Unless they're planning on putting the title on AJ Elimination Chamber, which I don't think they are, they could easily just have him replaced in the match. Hopefully, they have some big plan for AJ at WrestleMania. I'm hoping, I'm hoping for this Randy Orton match. I think AJ and Randy Orton at WrestleMania is the match they should go with. 
Um, finally, on the WWE side of things, um, Dean Ambrose, he obviously requested for his release apparently last week. I thought myself, I'm not going to lie, I thought it might be a storyline, but last night he was beaten clean in under three minutes by EC3. So, unless they're just completely trying to swerve us, it would appear that the story about him asking to be leaving after WrestleMania that WWE put out is true, because you can't really see them doing this otherwise. So, Martin, if you're listening, you were right, mate. Or it looks like you were, anyway. Um, right, so that, that's it on the WWE side of things. Um, something else that I watched over the weekend was New Japan Pro Wrestling New Beginning shows. I can't think where it was. It was Sapporo? Yeah, Sapporo. Now, these shows, they were both just short of four hours. And for me, I don't really like... I don't like to complain about New Japan because I love New Japan, but... It was early morning here, and I'm watching some of these tag matches, and I'm just thinking, is there any need for them on these shows? Do you know what I mean? It was, the new beginning shows are probably B-level shows, so I just, I was a bit bored watching some of them. It's just, for me, now they're trying to appeal to the American market, aren't they? To the Western market. These random tag matches at the start, I'm guessing not many of the Western market really want to see this. Um, oh, I've just had a text from Martin. Martin's just messaged me saying, Charlotte needs to be associated with the first ever women's main event. Well, if you feel that way, Martin, that is up to you. I'd, I'd, I'm, I completely disagree with you, Martin. Maybe we'll debate this further down the road, but if you if that's what you think, then that is up to you. For me, that'd be like Chelsea interrupting a Man City versus Liverpool title race. Just not needed. <laughs> anyway, so, so yeah, so back to the new beginning shows, they were okay shows, for eight hours worth of wrestling, I wouldn't really recommend much, I'd say Sonada versus Suzuki, that was a great match, um, Evil Sabre was okay, uh, Tanahashi and Okada versus Jay White and Bad Luck Fale, that was just good more for seeing Tanahashi and Okada team, um, that was night one, um, so the on night one, I'd recommend the Sonata-Suzuki match. I love the match. I'd give it four and a quarter stars. I thought it was a lot better than the Evil Sabre match. I put a poll up, another poll on the Twitter, and people actually favoured the Evil Sabre match. But for me, I thought Sonata versus Suzuki was a great match. Uh, Suzuki was at his best here. He's massacring Sonata with strikes towards the end of the match. There was a great spot where Sonata went for the skull end. Uh, Suzuki rolled through. And got him into a rear naked choke. Suzuki hit his gotch pile driver for the win. Go and check that match out. It was great. That is the match you need to see from night one. Just watch Sonata versus Suzuki. Great match. Um, night two. It was. This was a bit. I don't even know what to say about night two. It was. It dragged a bit. Um, I was really disappointed with night two. I've been wanting to see Evil versus Sonata. Evil versus Sonata. Sorry, Evil and Sonata versus Sabre and Suzuki for a while now. Um, Sabre and Suzuki and Rev Pro, which is a UK promotion, great promotion. They're a great tag team. They have great matches every time they're on the show together. I think they're the tag. I think they're the tag champions in Rev Pro. They're great against a tag team like Evil and Sonata. Sabre and Suzuki had a great match against Aussie Open. That's Kyle Fletcher and Mark Davis um, on the Uprising show. I think in November for Rev Pro. Um, so I was expecting Evil and Sonata, although I love Aussie Open, Evil and Sonata are probably a better team, you'd say, definitely. Um, I like Aussie Open, though. But I was expecting a classic, I'm not going to lie. Other people in preview in this match, I'd listened to Mike Sempervivi on um, 
on the show he does with, is it Adam and Mike's show, they were building this up to be a great match. I was expecting a great match. Before this, they went about 15 minutes. It was just a standard defence for Evil and Sonata. It was it was a good match, probably about three star, three and a quarter stars match, but it was a big disappointment for me. I was expecting a great match out of this, and I didn't get it. To be honest with you, the junior tag team title match, Shingo and Bushi against Katamaru and Desperado, was better. That was a great match. Well, not great, but it was about three and three-quarter stars, four-star match. Really good match. I think it was a rematch from Wrestle Kingdom. I think they got five minutes or so at Wrestle Kingdom. This match should have happened at Wrestle Kingdom. Oh, no, it was a triple threat match at Wrestle Kingdom. Moral of the story, triple threat matches at big shows, not a good idea. So yeah, so Shingo, he was amazing here. Shingo's great. Um, great double team finish by Shingo and Bushi. I think they call it the Rebellion. It was sort of a bit like a double team code breaker. Um, Bushi unmasked Desperado after the match. Yeah, it's a great match. Go and check this match. I enjoyed it. I'd recommend it. Um, the main event match was Naito versus Taichi. A lot of people shit on Taichi, right? He's not the best, but I sort of feel a bit sorry for him. He had a really good match with Osprey, but anyone can have a good match with Osprey. But still, you've got to do the job. He did a great match with Osprey. I really enjoyed this match. Um, they did the bit, the spot where Taichi had took out Naito, and he was teasing the whole, oh, he's not coming back thing. went on a bit too long. It went about 10 minutes. But um, it was a really good match. Uh, the crowd were into it. I'd... I think Taichi got to be kicked out of the Destino. Kevin Kelly was going, Destino, for ages. Great. Kevin Kelly's great on commentary. Shout out to, um, oh, he's, I'm sorry, his name has completely slipped my mind, which he shouldn't do because I watch a lot of Rev Pro. The Rev Pro commentator was there, Andy, Andy Boy Smith, whatever. Andy, oh, God, sorry, Andy, if you're listening. You was great. Great on commentary. You did really well with Kevin Kelly. Enjoyed that. Um... So yes, Naito wins the match in a really enjoyable main event match. The main thing to take out of it was Naito said he's going to be the first ever New Japan Pro Wrestling Intercontinental, IWGP Intercontinental Champion and Heavyweight Champion. So are we going to get Naito versus Tanahashi down the line? Maybe at Wrestle Kingdom next year if Tanahashi holds on to the belt that long. Either way, W. New Japan, WWE, sorry, New Japan, do not do stuff like this unless there's a reason, so Naito will be getting a title shot at some point down the line, maybe at the MSG show, although I think Tanahashi Jericho might be the way to go for that show, so yeah, so Naito Taichi, I gave that four stars, Shingo Bushi, Katamaro, Desperado, three and three quarter, two really good matches, so at the eight hours of wrestling that I watched from New Japan, I'd say there's three matches I'd recommend, Sonada versus Suzuki from night one, Night 2, Shingo and Bushi versus Kantamaro and Desperado, and then Naito versus Taichi. So out from New Japan, we're spoiled usually with match quality. To only have three matches in eight hours that's worth watching is a bit of a disappointment from New Japan, but it was still fine shows. So as I say, overall, some good to very good matches, but not worth sitting. Do not sit through both shows. I'd, unless you watched it live like I did, obviously, watching it live, you've got to watch the full shows, but if you're just catching up, much better picking and choosing. So, yeah, so go and watch Naito Taichi, Suzuka Sonada, and the junior tag team title match. So, yeah, that was, I was hoping to a bit of a more detailed review on the new beginning shows, um, but I couldn't not mention the news about Ronda Rousey and Becky Lynch. So, yeah, so I think that, I think we've got through everything I want to get through. Um, obviously, as I said, subscribe to the wrestling newspaper pages. Um, 
listen to Elite Talk with Martin. I'm not mentioned too. I try not to mention too much about all Elite Wrestling unless I can help it because Martin does the Elite Talk shows. He will be back hopefully tomorrow with an episode of Elite Talk. Martin, if you're listening, shouldn't be a triple threat match. If you want to tell if you're listening on your Elite Talk show, I want to hear why you think it should be a triple threat match. Go on. Venture away from All Elite Wrestling. Give us some talk about Ronda versus Becky versus Charlotte. So, yeah, so check out Elite Talk. That'll be coming tomorrow. The Impact Zone podcast will be back next Thursday, I think, next Thursday, Friday, me and Sean. We've got another new podcast coming to the Wrestling Newspaper channel. I'm not going to spoil it for you. You'll have to stay tuned to our Twitter for that. It will possibly include an extra three to four shows a week from the Wrestling Newspaper. My aim for the Wrestling Newspaper podcast is to have a show every single day. I'm always up for listening to people. If if you want to join our show, not join our show, but if you think you've got what it takes to be on the show, just give me a message. I don't mind anything like that. Um, So, yeah, that's it. I think think we're done. I think we're done. I think that's it. I think we've gone long enough. I will be back. Mm, I might be back Thursday or Friday. I probably will be talking about SmackDown and talking about where this Becky Lynch, Ronda Rousey, Charlotte stuff goes. So, check check out for that. I'll be back Thursday, Friday. So, fuck it, I'll be back. Thursday, Friday, I'll be doing a show. You've got Elite Talk coming tomorrow. Impact Zone podcast next week. We've got a new podcast coming. That's the show, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you didn't get too annoyed at me ranting about WWE. and all you WWE marks get offended about things like that. But yeah, subscribe to the Wrestling Newspaper. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. I'm Daniel. See you later.